I cannot believe that season two of the Howdy Sis Chat is getting ready to start in less than 30 seconds. So I'm gonna try to speak fast so that I can get this out in my short amount of time. Howdy, 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 sis, let's chat. I cannot wait to see how much growth you're getting ready to experience and how much your faith is getting ready to expand. So without further ado, here's season two of the Howdy Sis Chat. Welcome to season two of the Howdy Sis Chat. I am super excited. It has been almost an entire year since I've last spoken with you all on the podcast. And this season, we have some great things going for us. So a lot of the topics that you're going to hear this season are going to be focused around faith, hope, and joy. And I'm going to be interviewing a lot of different people who have phenomenal stories on so many levels. And their story is actually going to ignite faith in you. It's going to ignite hope in you. And it's also going to ignite joy in you. So I have somebody special on our first episode of season two of the Howdy Sis Chat. Her name is Lenitra Hale, and she is awesome. You guys, you your mind is just going to be completely blown when I read her bio. So Lenitra Hale is the founder of Inspire Ministries, which helps uplift and encourage women all over the world to fulfill their call and purpose to God's will to let every woman know that they are unique by design and perfect in God's eyes and are filled with purpose. Lenitra has been called to speak and teach for many different occasions, rather it was for work or for church. And she's currently working on her first book called Moving Faith Forward, which will be released this upcoming spring of 2021. Lenitra is married to Ishmael Hale Jr., also known as AJ, who's a songwriter, producer, and a musician. And Ishmael and Lenitra just welcomed their first child this past April. His name is Kingston Allen Hale. Look at her cheesing over there. Just love him. (laughs) She's cheesing in the corner right now. (laughs) Lenitra was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost under her uncle, Bishop David Parker of Zion Apostolic Faith Church in her hometown of Akron, Ohio. Lenitra serves currently under her pastor, Jason Scales of Believers Faith Fellowship in Christiana, Tennessee. BFF. (laughs) And Lenitra truly walks in the Isaiah 61 anointing to bind up the brokenhearted and set the captives free. She has committed her life to glorifying God and according to her personal life and ministry, truly exemplifies the saying, Lord, I'm available to you. Yes, girl. (laughs) Hey guys, what's up? It's Lanitra here. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about this podcast. Your ministry girl, like you're doing it. And, you know, just girl talk. We need it, you know. And uh, one thing about me, I, I love purpose. I love um, driven women. That's I love awesome. to uplift. You know, we need more of that, especially with everything going on right now with yeah. the world, hate, prejudice, you know, everything that's going on right now, scary moments that's going on right now. And yeah. we just need a platform sometime just to be able to be free and yes. to be able to, you know, just let go and be ourselves, yes. you know, with no judgment. <laughs> yes. No judgment. No judgment. Okay. <laughs> 
I love this. So you guys, that is Lenitra. I wish you guys could see her smiling face right now. <laughs> like she's so awesome. Um, and her story is one that is literally, I mean, it goes down in the books as one of the best stories. Um, her story is unique because a lot of women have gone through something that she's experienced in life, um, that she and her husband have experienced in life. But, you know, even when we face hard times, you always see that, like, when you have the Lord in your corner, when you have Holy um, Spirit inside of you, that, you know, you always come out on top. It's like a victory that's already been established. We just have to yeah. walk through and get through the other side. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So I just want her to share her um, story. And I'm just going to ask her a few questions. We're going to be authentic on here. Um, and we just pray and hope that it's going to just ignite something inside of you guys to where even if you're facing hard times in life, you can still keep going. You can still keep pressing because you have that momentum and that drive inside of you. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. So Lenitra. Fire away. Yes. <laughs> How did you get to this point of solidarity or harmony in your life? Like what events led to this point of Zen in your life? You know, a lot of times people think the point of Zen or happiness or being solid comes from um, good things that happen, mm -hmm. the exciting part of life, the yeses, you know, um, the zeal part of life. But actually it comes from when you hit rock bottom. Hmm. And knowing that when you did hit rock bottom, the faith and courage that you had, the people around you that helped you, um, coming up from that and being able to look back like I was there, Dang. that's what I looked like, mm -hmm. you know, that's where you get that solidarity and that's where you get that, um, I'm doing okay. I'm, yeah. I, I'm glad I got this far, you know, so definitely, um, you know, my hard times in life and mm -hmm. not just dealing with. Uh, my pregnancy and not just dealing with what I went through and in the process, but mm -hmm. also everything has a root and it kind of got good. me thinking where, where's this coming from? Where's these feelings coming from? Mm -hmm. You know, it even had me thinking back to my childhood life and questioning, you know, I went through this, I did that, you know, and is God punishing me? Wow. You know, and you think about that, yeah. but when you overcome, you're able to look back and say, Lord, you did it. Yeah. We did it. Yeah, that's good. I did it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Man, so like what was your your journey? You know, like what what was your I guess your story, you know, so people can know, man, this is what Lenitra went through and this is why she's able to say, God, you did it. God, we did it. God, I did it. What was your story? Well, you know, my husband and I have been married um, for five years. Mm -hmm. um, we've been knowing each other since I was 14 years old. So, like, oh. I would say high school sweethearts, <laughs> but we didn't go to the same high school, uh -huh. you know? And so we have watched each other um, go through different processes, mm -hmm. grow up, different stages of our lives, you know? And so we got married, and we always had plans to have children. Mm -hmm. Um and, but we also had goals that we wanted to accomplish. So going into the marriage, a lot of people, oh, we ready to have a family. That was way off our list, to uh -huh. be honest. Now, I always wanted children, but we also wanted to reach our goals, have a certain amount of money saved up, Amen. you know, the picket white, white fence. <laughs> yes. That's what we wanted, to be honest, you know. 
Um, and so the first, I would say like two years, it was just that grind mm -hmm. and we thought about us and we traveled and we had fun and I got to learn that man in a totally different matter of life because I knew him as my boyfriend, but now I know him as my husband. Yeah. And so it was exciting to learn, to relearn, excuse me, and to, um, you know, had that new friendship, that new vibe, yeah. you know, we was vibing, yeah. you know, having a good time. <laughs> And so as time went on, you know, going into the third year of marriage, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm ready to have a baby. You know, you start looking around, you start looking at, you know, other families growing. Mm -hmm. Then I start looking at my age. Oh, Lord. And I Google everything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Web, what, what is that? WebMD or whatever? Yes, honey. <laughs> listen, I'm not one to be up at 2 o'clock a.m. in the morning. And I am Googling because I got a pimple on my forehead. And you know how it gives you everything that's going on. And by the end of the night, I'm thinking I'm going to die. You're going to die. I'm going to be dead the next day. <laughs> That's me. And so I was Googling about age and um, having children at my age and the process and the complications that can happen. Mm -hmm. And so I started pressuring my husband about having a baby. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest and transparent. He wasn't ready for it. Mm -hmm. You know, he like, well, if it happens, it happens, you know. And um, he wasn't trying to make it happen. If y'all yeah. know what I mean, ladies. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, like he was still in high school, you know. No, you did not just do that. No, you did not just do that, you know. And so, um, yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. But, you know, um, but as time went on, um, my husband began to see the passion that I had mm -hmm. and uh, wanted to be a mother. And then he starts seeing... Yeah, it wouldn't be so bad having a little one around. Yeah. So um, we had a conversation, and he was just like, you know, let God take this process. Let him take this will. Mm -hmm. He always was like, let God handle it. It's going to happen in timing. And so, you know, the timing happened. I did process. You know, um, I had a child, and it was a wonderful thing. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Let go and let God, right? Let go and let God. <laughs> but that, that saying, you know, is so cliche. It is. We hear it in the church all the time. We say it all the let time. Let go and let God. Okay, but this is what I'm really going through in life. Absolutely. You know, so how can I let go? You know, so what was the most frustrating moment or moments during your pregnancy process? Um, you know, let go, let God. Yeah, it's so cliche. Mm -hmm. It is. Because at the end of the day, um, Lenitra is still human. She's still that sister, that friend, that yeah. cousin. You know, um, and Lenitra has feelings. Mm -hmm. Lenitra has emotions. Lenitra is um, antsy and she <laughs> wants it now. Mm -hmm. And so um, I had to get to the point where, because I want to take, to take over. And I think that's in any situation, not just having a child, but mm -hmm. we get to the point where we take the matter in our hands. Yeah. And what I mean by that, I was going to fertility doctors and I was, what's going on with me? Um, did I do something wrong, Lord? You know, you know, as I was growing up, because before AJ, I had, you know, a relationship mm -hmm. and I was active mm -hmm. and I, you know, just being transparent, yeah. I had a child. I didn't have a child. I'm sorry. I had a pregnancy mm -hmm. and I had a miscarriage. And so procedures for like a DNC was done differently back then than mm -hmm. they do it now. Yeah. Okay. And so I even questioned Lord, you know, and I'm getting punished because I was in the church, but mm -hmm. at the same time I stepped out. And I lost my virginity at a young age, you know. And so a lot of stuff start playing in my head. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, as things start playing in my head, I start, you know, questioning God and 
I remember my husband, we was driving in the car, and he was just saying, you know, babe, I, I noticed that, you know, you keep talking about it. He's like, but you're going to have to let go and let God. Mm-hmm. That was one thing that he did say. Let yeah. God take the wheel, you know, in his due time. And I remember saying, you know what, Lord, let your will be done. Yeah, that's so good. And then, not just let your will be done, but let me be okay with your will. And I think that's where a lot of people um, miss it at because they'll say, Lord, let your will be done. But they expect the will of God to be what they have in their mind and in their heart. What if God's will is not for me to be a parent? Yeah. And if that's not it and I want it so bad, Lord, let me be okay with that. Mm -hmm. You know, so I had to get to that point. Um, It was a very dark season in my life during that time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that when women go through things, you know, it, it affects us emotionally, yeah. um, mentally, um, physically, mm-hmm. we can lose weight, gain weight. We're, we're on this, this roller coaster. Yeah. It can even affect my marriage because at that time I forgot about him. It mm-hmm. was only like, I needed him to be that sperm donor. I hate wow. to even say that, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like, I want this so bad that I forget the ministry that I have with my husband and yeah. marriage. And also I set aside ministry that God gave me and the purpose that he gave me, you know, I wasn't speaking no more. I was, wow. I didn't have that drive, that zeal. People would ask me to do things and I would turn it down because my mind was so focused on having a child. And why can't I produce? Uh-huh. Why can't everybody else produce, but I cannot produce. Wow. You know, depression came on mm-hmm. and I never dealt with it. And so when that spirit, I call, it is a spirit. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that agree. will take over. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It is real. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when that spirit took over, I didn't know how to deal with it. That's a strong, powerful yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, this thing had me sitting in the dark, questioning myself, hair thinning out. You know, my weight was up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, my attitude was jacked. You know, you yeah. ain't know what Lenny Tree you was going to catch that day. Because my mind was just, the devil had my mind where God wanted me to be at peace. Yeah. He wanted me to have hope. Yeah. You know, and Give, give me time. Let let me mix this what you want up and let me make this baby perfect yes. for you. You know, it's almost like baking a cake. If you get that cake out the oven a little bit too early, it's going to fall flat. Yeah. It's no good. But if you just wait, have time, don't stop in my kitchen, grandma would say back in the day, <laughs> y'all better not run. Yep. You know, that type of deal. You know, God said, I'm going to give you something perfect. Yeah. And out of that darkness, out of the depression, he gave me a perfect gift. Wow. I mean, my mind is completely blown on that, um, especially on the part where you said, letting us be okay yeah, with God's will. Oh, yeah. Because that's tough. It is tough. Like, God, I don't want to go back in the classroom, mm-hmm. but you sending me. Yeah. <laughs> Not my will, but your will be done. But I still have to be okay with the position that he's put me in. Absolutely. Dang. My husband has a, uh, a production company and it's called every, um, it's called EFAP and it stands for every purpose has a process. Oh, that's and good. so when God, when I told God, when God laid it on my heart and, you know, and said, let me take this, mm-hmm. it's heavy on you. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, let your will be done and let me be okay with your will. And don't let me get stuck in the process. Wow. And I think a lot of times we go through a process and that process um where you get lost where you hear the people lost their mind yeah. i think that you get stuck in that process without knowing how to get out of that mm-hmm. process um everything has a process it, don't, it doesn't matter what you do everything has steps that yeah. you have to follow um 
And so with that, I didn't want to get stuck in the process. I said, Lord, I don't want to lose my mind. Yeah. I don't want to lose my marriage. You know, um, my husband starts seeing me lose faith, mm-hmm. you know, and as a woman of faith and as a wife, yeah. a Christian woman, you know, our job and duty is to be strong as far as in yes. that faith. Because sometimes we, we're pushing that husband who's out yeah. there providing yeah. and out there, um, you know, doing and taking care of the household. And when he sees me lose faith, He's losing faith. Yes, that's so true. And wow. we don't need two people in the house losing faith. Yeah. Because one is overpowering that. Mm-hmm. My spirit at that time was overpowering, you know, what my husband was saying. It was like I was hearing him, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. But when I gave it over to God and I said, Lord, let your will be done and let me be okay with whatever you're going to give me, God. Yeah. And whatever you're going to give me, whether it was a child, whether it was adoption, mm-hmm. whether it was, um, um, you know, not having a child. Um, I need to be okay with that yeah. because not being okay was going to cause me to lose my mind, mm-hmm. lose my hair, my job, my husband, um, my faith. Yeah. And that's a big thing. Yeah. My spiritual man was weak. Wow. We get so tired yeah. spiritually Yes. and start to wonder like, why well, I'm sleeping so much. What's going on? And a lot of times your spiritual man is weak and my spiritual man was weak because I start playing into social media i start playing into um he say she say stuff Mm -hmm. people's stories yeah okay that doesn't have faith i'm saying Mm -hmm. you know that's a totally different story if you talk to a woman who has faith and gone through what i went through and a woman who does have faith them stories are totally different if i listen to her and i look at her she ain't lost her mind she ain't gave up hope right she's in a dark place and there's nothing she can do about it right she's seeing that glass not half full Mm -hmm. but half empty yeah and there's nothing I can do. And she settles. Yeah. I'm not trying to settle. I can't settle. Yes. There's another woman out there who needs my story. There's yeah. another woman who wants to hear my story that needs me to uplift them. Yes. Wow. That's so good. Girl, yeah. you preaching. Listen, <laughs> it's real though. It is. And you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that, um, black women, uh-huh. um, we tend to not talk about yeah. postpartum depression. Yeah. The process that we go through, um, we want the world to see that we are strong. We're strong. Let yeah. me even take you back to this. We old saying, what goes on in the house stays, stays in, in the, the house. house. Yeah. And we have taken that, and even in public, when we go out, um, Lenitra looks perfect. Mm-hmm. Lenitra got her face on, face beat, mm-hmm. you know. Um, her wig is tight. Her outfit is good. Yeah, yeah you We're, better make sure that wig is tight. Listen, wind <laughs> it's gonna fall off. Okay, that's why I don't do them wigs. Okay, I, I, listen, I don't know how to tighten them down. Y'all can keep them wigs. I listen. I need my edges. Okay, you get some. We, that's a whole other subject, girl. But seriously, I think that you know, going back to that saying, we have been taught since childhood. Childhood, yeah. And we don't talk about these things mm-hmm. and it begins to hurt us yeah. and we become like this shiny apple mm-hmm. and that shiny apple. If you look at it sitting there, it's shiny. It looks delicious, but if you take a bite, it is rotten to the core on the inside. Wow. And that person is going through stuff. Mm-hmm. I was going through stuff. Mm-hmm. I was that rotten apple. Mm-hmm. I looked amazing sitting there mm-hmm. and I looked strong, but I was told, no, Lenitra, you can't talk about that because it's going to make you weak. They're going to talk about you. They're going to wow. laugh about you. Um, they're going to tell you that depression is not real. Mm-hmm. I believe depression is real. Yes, absolutely. But yes, it is a spirit. Mm-hmm. And I believe that 
you need real counseling. Yep. You need a strong support system. Yeah. And you need faith and hope to get through that. That is so good. Absolutely. Wow, that is so good. So you mentioned something earlier, you know, when you talked about two different women. You said mm-hmm. you, you could have a woman of faith, mm-hmm. but then you could have a woman who's not strong in their faith. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, it's like you had to choose which one am I going to listen to? Which story am I going to be impacted by? And so in our society now, you know, social media is the Everything. thing. Yep. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Absolutely. I don't, I don't even know if they use Twitter anymore, but just all Everything. of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, especially in um, the culture of just we as women, we can start comparing. Absolutely. You know, that's one thing that we do when we get on social media. And so I want to ask you, you know, even when you were looking at other women's stories, did that play a part in like a comparison piece? Absolutely. Um, It has you question what's going on in your life. It has to question your own self. Um, it plays a big part. I think what separates falling into that trap Mm -hmm. and not falling into that trap is having a foundation, a good support system around you. That's good. Let me tell you women, literally your crew matters. Mm -hmm. And I say that all the time. Uh, I'm, I'm so grateful for, um, BFF, my church. I'm so grateful for the women around me. Um, I was able to be open and transparent with these women. And at the beginning, I did not know them like that, to be honest. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure why I got comfortable enough at the beginning to even open up and let them know my story. Mm-hmm. But these women around me helped me accountable. They prayed for me. They would encourage me. Mm-hmm. And they were so tough and so powerful. Mm-hmm. They outpowered the ones that were around me speaking negatively. Wow. And mm-hmm. so when you have a crew like that, it just helps. Mm-hmm. And I say, that's why I say your crew really, really matters. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, social media will have you looking at um, and letting you know that you're too old. Yeah. Um, you're black African-American. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, this woman did it this way, had this, and, you know, maybe you need in vitro. But then you look at the price and insurance behind it. Yeah. And you start, I can't do that. All those factors. All the factors play, yeah. definitely. And so... Um, and like I said, that's why I went back and said, Lord, I, I need help with this. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're talking to him as he's sitting there in front of you. Yeah. And it's like, Lord, I need you. Yeah. And I remember um, we had a, a young women's group at First Lady's house. Uh-huh. And I was, I, I was, was there. Was you there? Yep. Yeah. I was there. That's the first time that I met you. Absolutely. Yep. You was real quiet. Uh-huh. Didn't talk to nobody. She I was full new. of it, y'all. She full <laughs> of it. Don't let her trick you. <laughs> You were. I do remember that. Yep. And if you remember, um, we started, you know, opening up to each other. Uh-huh. And we would go around the table. Yep. We would introduce ourselves, um, give something good, something that we want prayer on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember, but when it got to me, yep. First Lady was like, Lenitra, you know, um, I have Jason's mom coming in. Yeah. And she's I on her remember. way through the door. And I want to do something different for you and I said okay and I didn't know where she was going with that Uh you know because I think that day I didn't even mention about having a baby right away Uh -uh. and she said I want your friends to surround you and the circle of ladies that surrounded me and when pastor um, Jay's 
um, mother came in, uh, Mimi, and she laid hands on me. Mm-hmm. Um, that did something to my spirit. Yeah. It did something to my emotions um, because it made me feel like they got my back when yeah. I felt like no one understood me, yeah. no one understands my situation. And First Lady wanted to let me know that she's been in prayer with me uh-huh. dealing with the situation and that she wanted me to let you know let me know that we got you girl yeah you know i had women that we got you yes. you're gonna be okay yeah kingston is coming yeah you know start naming and speaking your child mm-hmm. you know speak this into existence yes. and i remember leaving there and i said you know what i'm gonna have a child mm-hmm if his, if he's a boy, he's gonna be Kingston. If it's a girl, Lord, I don't know what that name is gonna be. <laughs> Kingston always had in my mind. I wanted King, uh-huh. but I said if I couldn't have King, it's gonna be Kingston. Mm-hmm. And I start speaking this child, and even in prayer with my husband, thank yeah. you, Lord, for our child. Yes, we thank you, God, for our seed. Thanking him in advance. Absolutely. Wow. So that was something that was really big to me. And mm-hmm. your crew definitely matters. You got to get around women who are going to support you, yeah. support your ministry, mm-hmm. support your vision, and not kill it. Yes. Because it's some people that you, you know, you got to let go a little bit because they may not even know that they're spiritual killers. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, yeah. serial killers, girl, will wow. kill your ministry, yeah. kill your vision, kill your emotions. Mm-hmm. And it could be a small word as, you can't do that. Yeah. I don't see how that's going to work. Yeah. Wow, you trying and you this old? You see, might as well just give it up. What's crazy is, you know that scripture where it says, eyes haven't seen, ears, ears haven't, haven't heard. heard. So it's like, I, I I agree with you. I have to be careful with who I let in my circle. Absolutely. That don't mean, you know, be crazy and be no, quiet. You know it don't mean, and it also don't mean to be mean to people. <laughs> right. It's just that personal space. Yes. You have to be very careful who yes. you let, you know, let in. Yeah, because some people aren't going to see your vision. Some people aren't going to understand, well, why is Lenitra and AJ speaking their child into existence? Because God already has a storehouse home, for me home, home with, with my this. name yes, on there, Lenitra Hale. And inside that storehouse, what did he already tell us in Genesis? Be fruitful and, and multiply. multiply. That's a promise that he gave us. That was a promise. And that's so funny that you said that because that was something my husband always said. He said, he's not going to give us a promise. He's not going to give us a command and not see it come to pass. That's so good. You know, um, one thing right now, that's something that we spoke a whole lot at, at, during the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and now a lot that we speak on is, um, you know, there's a scripture that says, I don't know exactly where it's found, but, you know, um, oh goodness, it just skipped my mind. I'm so sorry. But um, have an inheritance for your children's children. Yes. So now that God has blessed us with the seed, now we're working towards and having bigger faith yes so we can leave something for our son's children's children wow you know god has a scripture for everything he has in each season he gives you something to live off of Mm -hmm. you know so that's so good so you also mentioned um about god's timing you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) give it to the lord wait on god now there are some moments where sometimes we can feel like god is moving too slow yeah but in reality, sometimes we could be moving too fast. I, I'll mm. say this much: um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fast-paced person. Yeah, I, I just move. You know, mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. And there was one moment where God said, "You're ahead of your time," mm. and I'm sitting here. I, I went to my mentor. I said, "Hey, 
God said, I'm ahead of my time. I'm thinking, I'm, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes Deidre slow your tail down. Absolutely. <laughs> slow it down. So I want to ask you, have we're, in those moments when, you know, you felt like God was moving too slow, did you ever come to a point where you had to think, dang, maybe I'm moving too fast? Absolutely. Okay. Um, that was um, something that I dealt with, uh, right, to be honest, right before I said, Lord, let your will be done. Mm-hmm. Um, I was moving and taking control of the situation, mm-hmm. and I was way ahead of myself. You know, like I said, the first two years of our lives and being married, you know, we was just free. And then uh-huh. my mind started going on wanting to have a, a child. Mm-hmm. Um, but God said, where I'm taking you, you cannot have a child right now because you have ministry in you. I want you to be able to travel. I need you to do this. I need mm-hmm. you to do that. And so if I'm moving too fast, I'm missing little things through the process. Wow. I'm, I'm missing... Um, events i'm missing uh encouraging that young lady i'm missing nourishing my 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 marriage Mm -hmm. my husband Mm -hmm. um getting involved with church yeah um so we can move so fast and our minds can be going that we forget to hear god wow we forget to see god we forget to be one with him. Uh-huh. And sometimes he's like, I need you to slow down yeah. because I need you to hear me. I'm trying to give you direction. Yeah. You know, just like we can get in the car and, you know, put our uh, navigation system on. But because I've been to your house already, I already, okay, I kind of know where she's saying already. Yeah. So let me not even listen to this. Girl, I put the GPS on heading over here. Because <laughs> I sure would have been like, I was like, I know it's somewhere over there, but yeah. But it's just like in that process. It's like, I know where it's at. So you <laughs> ignore what the GPS is saying. Wow. And then you say, shoot, I made a wrong turn. This yes. ain't it. Let me listen to this. And then it's telling you, turn around, make wow. a U-turn. And this is in the process, but if I would have just waited, cut the GPS on, yeah. let it guide me, take me to where I need to go, it would have took me right into the parking lot. Instead, wow. in my mind, I'm like, mm, I know what I want. Yeah. I know how to get there. I know what to do. This ain't hard. Have sex. <laughs> Lay down with your husband and get it. This yeah. is not hard. <laughs> Why are you making this so hard? Yeah. But there's a process with everything. Yeah. He needed me to be emotionally, spiritually Strong. He needed yeah. me to have a story. Yes, ma'am. Okay? A story to get to where I'm at. I've been trying to write a book, y'all. Literally. Come on. I can say for the last 10 years, oh. I have changed so many topics. Mm-hmm. Okay? I have written out stuff. I have threw it away. Mm-hmm. But I was doing it on my own. I wasn't allowing God to give me a story. Yeah. I did not have a story. Yeah. And it's like, man, I have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I'm trying to move forward with life. And thank thank you, Lord, for giving me faith to move forward. Wow, the title of your book. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. So without my story, without going through depression, dark, dark, a dark time in my life, staying up crying, um, emotionally jacked up, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't have a story to yeah. tell. And without that story... I could not build my faith. My faith stayed here when God needed my faith to be here to get what he, what I needed Mm -hmm. to be able to process and go through and give to that young person, the next mother that's having this issue that cannot produce or feel like she cannot produce. Yeah. I needed to move forward. I could not stay stagnant. Wow. The story 
allows you to build your faith to move forward. I love it. And that. without the story, you cannot move forward. You stay stagnant uh-huh. because the story basically builds your faith. Yeah. That's so good. Faith during this time, you know, like I said before, a lot of women have gone through that. Yeah. But the key aspect in that, like what keeps you grounded from not losing your mind, from mm-hmm. not going insane, is that faith piece. Is that faith. Even if it's, the Bible says small as a mustard seed. Yeah. And if anybody ever took a look at what a mustard seed really looks like, it's very, 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 very tiny. Mm-hmm. God ain't asking us for to have big faith. Right. He never said have big faith. He said, I just need you to have a little bit yep. and I'll take the rest of this ride That's so and I, I, I will guide you and I will send you through this process. Mm-hmm. And through this process, you will have ups and downs. You will have a good path, a bad path you'll go through, mm-hmm. but you will have building tips, building your faith, yeah. building relationships, the right relationship. Cause sometimes what you go through, you get a mentor that helped you along the way, yeah. which actually helps you to gain relationship yeah. with people that you never even thought that you would have a relationship yes. with. And that opens up other doors. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I was grateful to go through such a dark phase questioning, God, why me? Why mm-hmm. can't I? What is these emotions that I'm going through? Yeah. Why am I crying like this? Why can't I have a child? Mm-hmm. What is wrong? Is it my husband? You know, but having that, it built my faith. Mm-hmm. It built character. Yeah. You know, That's and so it gave good. me a story, yeah, a story to tell. And that story allowed me to move forward in my faith and keep pushing. And I'm That's still so pushing. Good. I'm still moving forward. Yeah. You know, um, I'm still on this path, path and I'm still on this process, you know, and I'm just so grateful for it. Mm-hmm. I really am. Man, sometimes we can get so caught up in the, why can't I? I kept hearing you say that. Why can't and I? We get this selfish. My st- yeah. And yeah. it reminds me of like, okay, so... Lately, the Lord has just been placing on my heart, Garden of Gethsemane, when Jesus mm. is there. And Jesus literally had a, a, a me moment. Like, mm-hmm. this is all about me right now. God, if this cup can pass from me, mm-hmm. please take this joke away, because I'm not trying to die for these people. Like, Absolutely. I know you already told me ahead of time yep. it was getting ready to happen, but we here right now. Yeah. And I'm, I wouldn't necessarily say he was upset, but... Dang, he was like, is this really about to happen? Like, why do I have to go through this? Mm -hmm. Why me? But then that goes with that, not my will, but your will be done. I'm okay with it. Do you feel like faith is one of those things that you constantly have to cultivate during a process like that? Or did it just happen overnight? Faith is something that you have to build. Mm -hmm. You have to believe in it. You got to... um stick to the process to build it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna be honest, you know, we have always been taught since being in kindergarten, sharing is caring. Yeah. Um, don't be selfish, but sometimes you need that selfish moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but within you, you can't allow that selfish moment to overpower. That's good. And what I mean by that, um, I allowed it being transparent to overpower me, mm-hmm. which affected my relationship with my husband mm-hmm. during the time of trying. Yeah. Um, I got so selfish that I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. I forgot about his feelings. You know, how did my husband feel knowing that his wife was losing faith trying to have a child? Wow. You know, some of the questions that probably went through his head is, can I give my wife a child? Mm-hmm. Am I the problem? 
Wow. I, I got too selfish. Um, you know, and when I mean taking that moment and being selfish, that is okay sometimes. What I mean by that is I got to seclude myself and I got to, you know, put myself in a place where it's just about me. Mm-hmm. It's about me and God right now. I can't worry about this situation. I can't worry about um, that person. I have to focus on me. And okay. when I mean me, I don't mean physical literature. I mean spiritual That's literature. so good. That's so good. And that's where it's okay to get selfish. Mm-hmm. And once that spiritual man is built up, you know, then I'm strong enough to deal with everything else. Yeah. My spiritual man got weak. And I needed that selfish moment to get out of that. Mm-hmm. And when I did get out of it, I was like, mm, man, I've been so selfish that I forgot about AJ. Yeah. I forgot about his feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember sitting out having that conversation, babe, how do you feel about what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And he was able to open up to me. And wow. it kind of surprised him because he was just, you know, he looked at me like, oh, wow. Now, now you care about uh. how I feel? <laughs> if anybody know my husband, you know, he get that look to you. Oh, now you feel? I do. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. that we're going through this process and I am being, allow my physical man to be selfish. Yeah. Um, I want to know, how do you feel? You know, what's going on in your mind? Do you think we're going to be okay? Mm-hmm. And to hear my husband to tell, tell me, we're going to be okay. That's good. We, we will multiply. Yeah. We will have a child, you know, um, just like God. Yeah. And go through the process and don't get stuck. Mm-hmm. It's Galatians 6, 9. Don't grow weary. Yeah. <laughs> Don't grow weary. You doing what's right. Because right. yep. in due time, that in harvest due, is going to be there. In due time. But it's like in the agriculture world, you know, I, I grew up in Kansas City. So mm-hmm. Kansas City, Kansas, uh, not really the best um, area. Yeah. A lot of crime and stuff. But yeah. I grew up with country parents. Mm-hmm. So I got the best of both worlds. I got city. I got country. So mm-hmm. I... You know, I rock with both. Uh-huh. Wear my cowgirl boots. Listen, listen to trap music. Come, come on, it's honey. Cool. It's cool. That's right. <laughs> but one thing with the agriculture world is, you know, you have to till that dirt. You got to go through that process of getting that dirt all tilled up. And then mm-hmm. you got to plant the seed. And then you got to cover the seed. And then what's next? You wait. You wait. And you don't grow weary because you know that the fruit, you know that the vegetables are coming. It's coming. But you just got to wait and not grow weary during that time. You can't grow weary and you have to um, forgive yourself. That's so good. I think within the process, we forget to forgive ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I told you earlier, I would question God on, was he punishing me for what I did? Uh Uh-huh. For the embarrassment that I put on um, my uncle, my bishop back home, and my aunt and my grandmother, Mm -hmm. who were strong believers in faith, who ran the church. Um, I wasn't a PK, but you might as well say I was part of the PK family, okay? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm going to be honest. A lot of people back home (laughs) even thought that, you know, um, my bishop back home was my my father. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, that's my uncle. Oh, okay. But we were family. We were tight. Yeah. And I embarrassed my family mm-hmm. and I back then they would it's totally different now they would put you on the spot yeah yep um they would sit you down mm-hmm. and I was sat down and I remember Bishop getting up and saying to the church about what happened with me mm-hmm. and there was a moment where I was so embarrassed yeah. and I felt like I could never forgive my family for doing that mm-hmm. but I so, I'm so glad that they did because what they did is they stopped talk that's good and 
that allowed me to yeah. heal as a young person and yeah. did not mess me up. And instead of talking about me, I was embraced. Uh-huh. And which caused me not to run from the church. Yep. And so even though people did that, uh-huh. I still had to forgive myself because it still haunted me. Uh-huh. You know, I grew up in a church. I'm doing this. I'm involved with the choir. Um, I'm with the youth. I'm an example. I'm a mentor to some people. Mm-hmm. And boom, I mess up. Mm-hmm. Boom, I get pregnant. And then I lose the child at seven weeks. So you're dealing with a woman who has already lost questions behind that mm-hmm. already. And then I'm going through a process now, Lord, that... I'm not producing. I've been with my husband this long. Mm -hmm. Why haven't we been able to produce? Mm -hmm. And then I allowed that door from the root. That that was the root. The not forgiving myself. Yeah. And I had to forgive myself. Lenitra, you okay? Yeah. Forget that. You know, it happened. It Mm -hmm. made you stronger. It gave you a story. Yeah. It helped with your story. Yeah. You overcame that. And you're going to overcome this now. Yeah. That's so good. Wow. So he's, he like unraveled your story as you lived. That's, Mm -hmm. that's the part living. Absolutely. God gave me another (laughs) chance. Yeah. I look at it as, you know, I was young and I got pregnant and God allowed me not saying he allowed death. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Because God said, I'll give you life more abundantly. But I I feel like in that process and where God knew where I was going, Mm -hmm. that was going to stop that process and kill that seed, the seed that he had for me and the picture that he had for my life. Mm -hmm. And so um, having that miscarriage, yes, I went through some dark times as being a child. I was a child, 14 years old. That's a child. Yeah. Um, And so um, I, I looked at that and I said, Lord, thank you. You gave me another chance. Yeah. You allowed me to get married to a wonderful guy. Uh Uh-huh. And now we can have a child together, you know, and we can have what you promised us. Mm -hmm. I just have to let go and let you take this. Yeah. I got tired. I got so tired. I remember um, maybe a month before I found out I was pregnant. Um, I was so tired. And I, I actually forgave myself, to be honest, literally a month before I got pregnant. Wow. And I said, I'm tired of crying. I remember I, I started my menstrual cycle mm-hmm. and I was sitting there and I would look down in my pants. I'm just being transparent yeah. and real. And, you know, and I said, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm looking at this blood. And I said, God, I said, I'm tired. Yeah. Why? And at that moment, I really thought that I was pregnant because my period was late. Uh-huh. So now in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I'm pregnant. Uh-huh. This is it. This is it. And then you see that yeah. as a woman. We go through that. That's just real. Yeah. Okay. And I'm tired, Lord. I, I, I give up. I said, I said, you take this. I'm done. I got up and I um, cleaned myself up and I was in the mirror and I looked at myself. I said, you're going to be all right, girl. You're going to be all right, and you will be a mother. Yeah. And I remember looking up at, you know, I was in my husband's bathroom, and I remember looking up, and he had these poster notes up of different scriptures uh-huh. and encouragement, and I started reading some of them. 
And he kept the post in a little thing in his drawer. And I remember taking one out and said, you will be a mother. You are amazing. You're very strong. Yes. You're going to get through this. And I took them post-it notes and I went into my bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I started posting them up on my mirror. Yeah. And I, when I got done posting, something just, you know, was in my spirit to get rid of stuff. Yeah. I got up under the sink. I, op- I opened up the sink and I said, mm. Girl, I will buy anything and everything that you can think of to try to get pregnant. Uh-huh. You name it, pre <laughs> I'm talking about, honey, I was that one, honey, okay? Um, I would order stuff off of Amazon, mm-hmm. how to get pregnant fast, books. I mean, I had it all. Yeah. Um, I cleaned out my drawer. Uh-huh. I cleaned out underneath. I trashed everything. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm done with that. And then I had one packet of... Um, not birth control, but one packet of um, test strips. Mm-hmm. And I said, mm, it ain't even open. I'll just keep it. And I threw it in the back of the thing. Just one thing for everything else I threw out. Uh-huh. And I remember feeling so free. I was so heavy. Yeah. When you really give up and let God take yes. it, you don't understand the freedom yeah. that that is. Mm-hmm. God doesn't want us to be bound. No. Not at all. He don't want that. I was bound mentally, emotionally, and spiritually Mm -hmm. because I allowed myself to get that way. Mm -hmm. And when I gave it up, and I remember walking down my stairs, I said, thank you, Lord. Let's let's go. Let's go. Lord, you're going to do this. That was the shift. That was the shift. That was my personal shift. Then turn around, we had the meeting with the women. Uh Uh-huh. That was my confirmation. Yep. So you have your shift. Yes. Then you have your confirmation. Now it's time to take on the process. Ah, that's so good. And so when you take on the process, you don't want to get stuck in it. Yeah. Because you'll have your ups and downs. Yeah. But you want to keep moving forward. Wow. I moved forward. My husband's birthday August 23rd. Uh-huh. Really good time. Really good time, guys. <laughs> and I remember, <laughs> I remember waking up over that weekend and I felt strange. Mm-hmm. And I said, hmm. And I went into the bathroom and somebody just told me to take a test. Uh-huh. And I took that test. <laughs> and I cried. Yeah. And cried. Yeah. Because it was positive. Uh-huh. I went to work that morning. I didn't say anything to my husband and I went to work. And I remember driving and thanking God. Y'all, y'all know how busy Nashville's traffic can get. Terrible. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It was me and God on that highway. I didn't pay attention how I was merging on. I was thinking my eyes were so heavy. Literally, I was seeing a storm. That's how heavy my tears wow. were. I didn't even see. It was a beautiful sunny day. Uh-huh. But what I saw, because I was crying so much, it just was so thick. Wow. And the power of God came over, and I felt like he just hugged me and said, I told you so. Wow. I told you so. Wow. That's so good. Absolutely. That shift moment, that confirmation moment, mm-hmm. in that process, you didn't lose hope. Mm-mm. And so I love in um, Hebrews mm-hmm. uh, chapter 11, I believe it's verse 1. Y'all don't don't be quoting me, but I think it is. <laughs> Look, I'm one of them people. I, got, I think it's Matthew. I think it's Mark. It's Mark. I think it's Luke. <laughs> you know what? Let me just get on Bible app. Let me get on Bible app and Google. <laughs> but I believe it's Hebrews 11, 1, where it says, faith is the substance of things Hope for the evidence of things not seen. Yes, not seen. And so I think it's important that people realize, you know, throughout your journey, 
Yes, you had that shift moment. Yes, you had that confirmation. And then you had to go back and live it, but you didn't lose hope. And because you kept that hope, you know, that grew your faith your muscle. Faith. Absolutely. I love that. I think that's something that everybody needs to, I guess, cultivate. Absolutely. And I think where you cultivate it at is in that confirmation. Interesting. Can you explain that? I don't um, I don't think I'm picturing that. Like, what does so that look like? The confirmation, and what I mean by that, my confirmation that mm-hmm. everything was going to be okay, that boosts my hope. Uh-huh. Hope was there. Hope is always there because you're always like, I hope that happens. Yeah. Um, I think that we don't put it in, um, we don't activate it. Okay. That's what I mean. And so my hope moment was dealing with the women. And mm-hmm. when that circle of women surrounded me, mm-hmm. I had hope. Yeah. Because they gave me tools. Yes to cultivate my hope and mm-hmm. to do it pray over your your child yeah. name your child yeah you know i was given steps and tools of what to do mm-hmm. so that activated my hope yeah i love that yeah in my um in my book when faith says move i talk about you know your spiritual toolbox mm. because you know if i go to wherever these little car places are you yeah. know i gotta get my oil changed or whatever mm-hmm And if you come up to my car, but you don't have no tools in your toolbox, (laughs) what are you? What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so it's like our spiritual toolbox, when those women gave you those tools, now you're able to work on it. There you go. Now you're able to, oh, there's a problem right there. Let me fix that. Let me fix that. Yours was, man, I got to get to that root. I got to forgive myself. And Mm -hmm. you had that tool in there. Absolutely. And now it's, okay, name, claim, let's go. Let's go. Wow. Have that hope. You got that. You, We got this. Yeah. God said, I got you. Yeah. You Man, know. that's so powerful. So there are a lot of young women, mm-hmm. um, like I've said previously, who have gone through this or are currently going through Absolutely. this. What advice would you give them? Because, I mean, this podcast, I've had people from Europe mm-hmm. listening to this podcast before. Yeah. And so everyone's journey is different, but everyone's journey tells their story. Absolutely. And so what advice would you give a young woman going through this or who has gone through this? And, you know, they've, they've had a child maybe, but they're traumatized. You know, a lot of times we don't talk about that trauma. Absolutely. What advice would you give to someone? Um, the first thing is to stop and to forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, um, a lot of times we forget that what we go through is to help others. It's not for us. That's so good. And I, I, I really truly would encourage that young woman to surround herself by strong women. Mm-hmm. Um, I will let you know that you are powerful. You are unique by God's design. <laughs> Every woman's story is different. Mm-hmm. Every woman's timing is different. Yeah. Um, if God said it, then he promised it. Yeah. Then he will do it. Yeah. Um, don't lose yourself in the process. Um, don't get stuck. Have faith. Move that faith forward. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing. Don't forget about your ministry, your yeah. husband. Don't get lost. I think a lot of times we get stuck and um, we don't know how to get unstuck. And how to get unstuck is communicating. Yeah. Being 
honest with yourself That's where good. I am at right now. Mm-hmm. When I went through postpartum depression, so I went through depression trying to get there. And then after having a baby, you go through so many emotions. Okay. Uh-huh. And in order for me to get, th- in order for me to get through that, I had to be honest. Yeah. I looked at my husband and said, I ain't right. <laughs> I feel like this. Yeah. I don't know why I'm crying. Yeah. I don't know why I'm mad. I don't know. But I was honest. Yeah. So he was able to handle that honesty instead of me saying, oh, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. You're not okay, girl. Yeah. You ain't okay. Yeah. You messed up. You jacked up. You hiding stuff. You emotionally jacked up. Physically, you, you look jacked up. <laughs> I look jacked up. Don't come for Lenitra. Come on now. <laughs> no, for real. It's real. Yeah. You forget about yourself. Don't yeah. forget about yourself in the process. Mm-hmm. Even to the little things. Go get your hair done. Go get your nails done. Yeah. Feel good about yourself. You know, push forward. You know, um, I would encourage to have a prayer life mm-hmm. um, and to keep that prayer life because sometimes you can get so, go through a process and go through a situation that you forget to pray. Yeah, that's so true. You lose that 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 momentum of having that prayer life mm-hmm. and reading your Bible. And I think that's where you get weak. That's where I got weak. Uh-huh. I'm going to be transparent. Yes, I'm a minister. Yes, I preach the word of God. Yes, I encourage women. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do this. Yes, people look at me like, oh, she's there. But Lenitra forgot about God. Yeah. And Lenitra got selfish. And Lenitra didn't read her word. And without word, you're weak. Man. I got weak. And that's why I went through what I went through. But God said, I got you. Yeah. And I'm going to step back and let you do you Mm -hmm. because when I let you do you, that's when you're going to know that you need me. Wow. So sometimes got to step back. Yeah. It's okay. You don't want to have this conversation with me. You don't want me to love on you right now. You think you got this when you're ready. I'm I'm right here. I'm right here and I'm ready to take over. Wow. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. (laughs) He's not going to intrude. He's going to be right there at the door. Allow God. Yeah. To do God's work. Wow. You cannot do God's work. Mm-hmm. Allow God to do God's work. That's so good. You know, um, you told them to have a prayer life and you told them to stay in their word. You know, I don't have biological kids. Okay. I got 50 kids because I'm in a classroom. Absolutely. <laughs> but I, I would also say to um, a woman out there, and this was just dropped in, in my spirit right now, mm-hmm. write it down. Absolutely. I always go back to Habakkuk 2 to write it down. Mm-hmm. You know, God, this is what you said. Mm-hmm. I'm writing it down and tack a scripture onto there. Mm-hmm. So then that goes back to, you got to be in your word. You got to be in your word. Tack a scripture onto there and place a demand on God. Um, a lot of times we think that a demand is harsh. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, you going to do this for me because you playing God. Right. No, the right. demand is you said it. I need you to do it. I need you to do it. He said, write the vision, make it plain. Make it plain. Your word says it never returns void. He cannot lie. He cannot lie. If he does lie, which he doesn't, but if he did, then that wouldn't make him God. It wouldn't make him God. But he is God. (laughs) And his word is truth. And get out of yourself. Yes. And allow God to do God's work. Yes. You cannot do God's work. Having a baby, it's just, it's something that. The birthing experience, the way that child grows inside of you, the way that child takes on your heartbeat and knows you. Wow. You know, that is only God's work. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. That's the reason why it didn't happen, because I was trying to do it. Mm-hmm. God said, this is something that I got to give you. Yeah. When I'm ready to give you, when I think that you are ready to have this gift. Uh-huh. It's almost like 
we want to be millionaires. We want to make this money. We want to have the big business. Mm-hmm. But can you handle a million dollars when you can't even handle the $10 that you got left in your checking account? Can you handle the pressure of being a big minister, yeah. a TD Jakes? Can you handle that, Pastor? Yeah. You want that, but can you handle that weight? It is weight. Wow. What weight can you handle? God knows the weight. Mm-hmm. You can't go into the gym and want to push 35, 45, 60 pounds and you're just starting off. No, pick up that 10-pound yep. male, do your work there, mm-hmm. and then you're able to move up the ladder. That's so good. That's so good. That's that's why you have, you know, so many times that we see uh, a lot of people who are, like, sometimes in leadership positions or something where they've skipped the ladder mm-hmm. because, oh, I think I got it, but you skipped the process and now you're missing some fruits of the spirit. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he cultivates you along the way, but you have to go through it. Wow. Absolutely. I love that. And mentorship is important. Uh Uh-huh. I I am a advocate for get you a mentor. Mm -hmm. And where we mess up at, we want to use that one mentor for everything. Uh Uh-huh. That mentor that you have is only specialized, only specialized in what is needed for you at that time. That's so good. And so I had many people in my life, but I only went to certain people when it came to me wanting to have a child. Mm-hmm. Someone I was able to pour out and they were able to pour back in me. That's so good. So I would say basically get you a mentor, get you a strong support system, mm-hmm. um, stay in your word because and I'm not saying, you know, that, that Bible, honey, that Bible is strong. It's hard. Some of the words you can't pronounce. Get you a good translation. Get you a good translation. You're going to need it. But it's so funny how when I was going through that, God would drop scriptures in me. And I'm like, mm, where did that come from? Uh-huh. And then I would get online and Google it. Lord, thank you. That is actually a scripture. Yep. Ain't that something how God yep. can give you? But he did that because I had a prayer life and I read my word mm-hmm. and I was building up, basically building up that faith. Yeah. And I was able to go into that bank. It's like a bank. I was, I was saving up scriptures. Yes. I was reading and it was in my spirit. And then I was able to take it out when I needed it. That's so good. Wow. Yeah. Build your spiritual savings account. Absolutely. You got to build it up. <laughs> I love that. And what would you um, say to any couples out there? So last time we talked about the women. Yeah. But now it's, you know, married couples, you know who are trying to have a child and they're going through this process or still dealing with some trauma um, when they've gotten out of the process, what would you say to married couples? Um, Have a prayer life together. Mm -hmm. Um, Prayer life together, support each other, listen to each other. Um, Communication is really big. Um, I will say for that wife, because I am a wife, don't get so caught up in your feelings where Mm -hmm. you forget about his feelings. Mm-hmm. Ask him how is he feeling about this situation. Are you okay? Um, do you need to talk? What can I do for you in this situation? Mm-hmm. How can I make you feel comfortable while we're going through this situation? Wow. Um, I, I forgot about AJ. Um, I got really selfish in that area and um, it affected our marriage. Uh-huh. It affected our sex life. I'm mm-hmm. just going to be honest. It affected the way we spoke to each other. Yeah. And almost like he got tired of the whole situation and wanted to give up. He knew that I was going to be a mother. He knew we were going to be a family of three. Mm-hmm. But I think he got tired of me being tired. Yeah. And so I will say to that married couple to stay encouraged. Yeah. Let God take the will. 
communicate with each other, uplift each other, and wife, don't forget about him. That's so don't good. forget about your husband. That's so um, good. You know they, you know having a child is a lot on a woman mm-hmm. emotionally, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of that. Um, the birthing of a, a child, we go through that. The mm-hmm. husband is there to support, but he don't go through it. Yeah. And um, we kind of get selfish in that moment. We get baby. We get spoiled in that <laughs> moment. Um, but I would say, don't forget about him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's definitely. So good. Wow. Well, we're reaching the tail end now. Man. <laughs> this, this has been so, so I good. I love this. It is really good. This has been good. Um, I, I do want you to briefly just talk about your book. Because okay. I think that's so important. You know, every person in this world has a purpose, um, a destiny. They mm-hmm. have potential. And that's what I love so much about the church that we go to. Yeah. You know, they 3DU, push it. Yes. Man. They push it that everybody has potential. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a destiny. But it's like, you know, that living it out moment where God will show you a glimpse of your destiny. Ooh, won't he show you? He'll show you. Ooh, child. What you mean? That's going to be. Okay. Now, whoop. Vision's gone. Now I need you to go ahead and live it. Mm -hmm. Go through the process. So um, I believe everyone has a story. And everyone's story is honestly worth telling. Absolutely. And so I want to ask you, you know, what is your book about? I know your release date is coming soon. So what is your book about? Um, My book, of course, is called Moving Faith Forward. It's just um, a book about building your faith. Um, building character with your faith. Oh, that's good. Um, being able to say, this is the past, and now I'm ready to move forward. Oh, so and um, being able to take the steps and allowing God to lead and guide you. Um, and it's just a building faith, building your faith, confidence in God, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, I talk a little bit about um, my pregnancy and my dark areas and what I went through. Mm-hmm. And um, I talk about, um, you know, all types of things dealing with faith. And it's not just about pregnancy. This book is not. It's to encourage the working woman. It's to encourage the single um, mother, mm-hmm. the married mother. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited about this project because God gave me a story and a foundation to yes. work on. And I had something to move forward about. That's and so I want good. you to be able to move forward in life. Wow. So you guys, when she releases this book um, in the spring, right? Spring. Yes. Spring of 2021. Yeah. I will be posting it all over my social media page. <laughs> and we'll I can't be wait. Sharing it. So you guys make sure you get a copy. I know I'm going to get a copy. Faith is one of those things that you need, we need in this season. Absolutely. Everything seems to be up in the air, but Mm -hmm. guess what? We have three months. Wait, what is this? October? October, yeah. Two months now. Well, eh, towards the end of October, two months. But about three months to finish this year out strong. Absolutely. To move faith forward. To move forward. <laughs> God has something for us. Yes. He wants us to get it. We can't stay stagnant. We can't get stuck in the process. Mm-hmm. Move, ladies. Yes. Keep going. Keep pushing. God got you. Let God do his work. Wow. I love it. So, you guys, this concludes episode one Yay. of season two. Amazing. <laughs> of the Howdy Sis Chat. Thank y'all for tuning in. 
Um, be sure that um, you have your notifications and everything on. That way you can see our other episodes coming up. Lenitra, thank you for hopping oh, on. You're so welcome. Thank you. I'm honored. Yeah, this was wow. I mean, your story is one for the books. Yeah. Literally a book that you wrote too. So. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> y'all love my puns. Not really. It's cool. <laughs> So thank y'all for tuning in and I will see you guys next time and we will chat, chat, chat it up. See ya.